What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out to Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Yep, start it up. Thursday on B&E, or we call it in Austin, Texas, Friday. It's Friday. It's almost Friday. And you four-day work week people, this will be it for you. You'll be good in tomorrow, uh, which is a good thing. Major League Baseball all day today, starting at noon. It's opening day, 20 and 23. We'll dive in there. Also, uh, football owners meetings out in uh, Arizona continuing. There's a report that the uh, Carolina Panthers have narrowed their choice of quarterback with the number one overall pick down to two. We'll get into that coming up. Also, big buck off for Dr. Roger Goodell, because Roger Goodell is going to need a buck off today. Uh, actually, I agree with what he wants to do, but he's, he can't uh, uh, be a hypocrite about it. Uh, we'll get into that coming up. Uh, and speaking of the Rolling Stones right there with uh, Start Me Up, the classic, mm-hmm. our 7 o'clock open song. Do you know Owen Wilson? This is interesting. Owen Wilson, uh, of, Luke, of Wilson Brothers fame, Luke and Owen Wilson. Uh, but he was on the late late show last night, or this week. I don't know which day, and told the story that he won. How about this? Mick Jagger gave him a uh, a lifetime pass to see the Rolling Stones anytime, any place. Lifetime pass from from Mick Jagger. Uh, so he he told the actual. He said during an appearance on the Late Late Show, uh, Owen Wilson said he was at a show in Argentina with a friend of his who was friends with Mick Jagger. And he gave them both lifetime passes. So whenever we're playing, you can come see us. Wow. If you're around, come on over. Yeah. Well, Wilson says they wandered around backstage, ended up on the stage during their playing of Jumpin' Jack Flash. He got yelled at by workers to get off the stage. The next morning, he got a call from Mick Jagger's security team and said, give me the pass back. You lost it. Yeah. Just had to screw that up, didn't you, there, Owen? Within one day. One day? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Owen Buck, off to that, dude. Man. How do you just want, you've got to be high as a kite, wandering around the stage. How do you end up on the stage? I've been to a Rolling Stones concert. And of course, you know, they're filming it for some documentary probably near his hand. There he is, dancing around, screwing it up. Yeah. The band is playing, and he's back there screwing it up. I've seen that uh, Rolling Stones show, and it's a big show. It's a big show. Yeah, they put on quite the production now. Speaking of shows, you see that the right by the Capitol right now, down on 10th and Congress, they've got a stage set up because uh, country music television is here, CMT. And the, like last night, they had the streets all closed down down there because they were doing a some Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban concert. Uh, they're taping shows because, I, I guess, what is it, Sunday, the CMT Awards are here? Is that right? At the Moody Center, at Moody. Uh, they're doing the country music television awards or something uh, over there. So they're doing a, a week of concerts and things out there. Uh, so... Just be advised if you're going to be hanging out downtown. That's Keith, what's going Keith on. Keith Urban still married to the cellophane Nicole lady? Kidman, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. She right through her, like right through her body to the next person that's behind her. Because you're a doctor. Yeah, because I'm a doctor. That's you right. You can do that on National yes. Doctors Day. That's right. You have that ability. And yeah, Owen Wilson, how about that? You get a, a lifetime pass to see the Rolling Stones from Mick Jagger, and you, you can't even hold on to it for a day. Come on, Owen. Wow. Not good. 
Not good. Let's get to the headlines, trending topics. We also need your buck-ons and buck-offs on a Thursday. We'll dive into our coach's corner. Let's get you the news. UBO Business Services, and uh, we start with, brings you the headlines. We start with the baseball opening day. First time in 55 years in the big leagues. Every team in the league will be in action to start the season. All 30 teams, including the defending champion Astros, they're going to raise their second championship batter to their banner tonight down in Houston, then face the Chicago White Sox to be in defense of their crown. 6.05 tonight for Amber Valdez facing Dylan Cease. Of course, Astros did add Jose Abreu from that White Sox team into their lineup. And fun to watch him. No Jose Altuve in the lineup tonight for the Astros. He's out with that thumb injury. In Arlington, Texas, Rangers wasting no time seeing what they have in their new staff ace. Jacob DeGrom is going to take the ball today at 3.05 against the Phillies, the defending National League champions. Of course, uh, DeGrom, the club's biggest offseason investment, will get the ball from their new manager, Bruce Bochy. Phillies will go with Aaron Nola today. First game of opening day are at noon, noon 05. Yankees are going to host the uh, San Francisco Giants. Washington Nationals will host the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Round Rock Express will open up their 2023 season tomorrow night at Dell Diamond, hosting Albuquerque uh, for a weekend series. Bud Light Fireworks Friday gets it going. Yesterday, big news for minor league baseball. A report from ESPN that minor league baseball players and the Major League Baseball Players Union have struck a tentative deal on the first collective bargaining agreement between the two sides that will more than double the play uh, pay for every player in the minor leagues. Busy night in the NBA, including in Philadelphia. It's where Joel Embiid and the 76ers pulled away from the Dallas Mavericks in the fourth quarter to post their 50th win on the season, 116-108. Embiid at 25. Milwaukee Bucks posted their league-best 55th win of the year. They rolled past a defenseless Indiana team, 149-136. How about Drew Holiday? 51 points in the win. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 38 points in a triple-double. Uh, in Phoenix, the lifetime Longhorn legend Kevin Durant finally made his son's home debut, scored 16 points to help the Suns beat uh, Minnesota. Of course, he had missed the previous 10 games with that ankle injury. Also last night, Spurs and Rockets both took losses. And break up the Sacramento Kings. They clinched an NBA playoff berth for the first time in 16 years with a win over Portland. That streak was the longest in NBA history and the longest active postseason dry spell among all teams in the four major North American sports. And that... Uh, Honor now belongs to the New York Jets in the National Football League. Annual NFL owners meetings out in Phoenix yesterday. Team owners adopted multiple rules changes, including one that allows players to wear the number zero on their jerseys. Also, the 32 owners voted to allow physical sports books to operate in stadiums on game days starting this season. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. So zero hadn't been out there, huh? Those single digits are, are now, you know, you start seeing NFL players. Who is it uh, for the Patriots? Judon with number nine. Yeah. Defensive lineman. Judon. But now the zero hadn't been out there, huh? I'm not a big fan of big guys wearing little numbers. Judon looks good at number nine. Yeah, though. he's sleek, though. He's a pass rusher. I'm talking about the, the great big the big dudes in the middle. Yeah. When they sport like number, Nose guard number guys. two. It's like, come on, yeah. man. You, you're not a specialist. <laughs> yeah. Put 99 on Don't your body. Don't tell them and, that. I'm not, not going to tell them. Get, get 98 on that, on that back of yours and let's yeah, go. Let's go. What are we doing here, number four? That's, you can't do that. But, um, yes. And for the olds out there, you can help me with this. I, I Watching the Beverly Hillbillies, I, I think I remember Jethro Bodine just trying to be Dr. Jethro Bodine at one time. Let, let me know, was, he, was Jethro trying to be a lawyer at one time when he was, when he was schooling? I don't know that I ever really watched the Beverly Hillbillies. I could really? sing the song, and Ellie Mae was pretty, but Ellie Mae was I don't think I ever pretty. watched it. She was? <laughs> look, yeah. Look, she was more than You just pretty. got that Dr. William Cannon look in your eye wow. when I said Ellie Mae. Man. Ellie Mae Clampett. Ellie Mae Clampett. Come on. 
Yeah, I think Jethro Bodine was trying to be Dr. Jethro Bodine. <laughs> I don't, uh, I believe you if you say it is. Yeah, I think grits made everything better for them. Grits made everything better. Well, grits are good. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Grits, grits be good. I tried that yesterday. Not so good. Where? Well, At gyms. To... And there was lumps in them. I'm not oh, a, I'm not lumpy a lumpy grits? Yeah, I'm not a lumpy grit You guy. put sugar in your grits? Never. Never. One time I've done it. It's like me and I told you before. I tasted Dr. Pepper one time and never again. It was just a num- another, it was another flavor of Robitussin to me. Some people can't live without their Dr. Pepper. The Seriously, DP. I mean, people, grown, grown up still drink Dr. Pepper. As their as their their sweetness. I drink a dark pepper a day, probably. Do you really? My go to sweet drink still a Coca Cola. That's um, no that's good a northerner in you. Is that what it is? Yeah, the soda pop. Po- yeah, the soda some, pop. Yeah. No, I don't. Soda, I, call I try it not soda, to drink yeah. sodas. I don't drink a lot of no, sugar. No, you drinks. don't. No, you don't mess around. You know what with Ty told drink. me yesterday? Ty, Ty, I didn't. I overheard Ty tell Cameron Parker that what day was it? You had three and a half Red Bulls uh, on Sunday. Ugh. You know what happened to me if I drank three and a half Red Bulls? I don't. I can't even tell you. I would. I wouldn't sleep for a week. I was nervous for the game. <laughs> so you drank Red Bulls? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> three of them and a half. Dang, that's a lot of Red Bull. That is something else. But uh, yes, it's National Doctors' Day, so I'm fun with that. I think Dr Pepper that could make the uh, the final should, four, should right? Be able to. I mean, doc. Right now, I like uh, Dr Dre, Dr Dr J. J. Dr Pepper is pretty strong as far as just overall doctors. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil there McGraw. Thanks, Oprah. He's, he's done, right? Didn't Dr. Phil hang him up? What? His TV show? Would his wife take over? Wasn't she like running the show for him anyway? Dr. Oz. That was so cheesy. She, you know, the, the, Dr. Phil's show, Dr. Phil McGraw, at the start of the show, he would walk in with his wife and they'd be holding hands and he'd put her in her seat. And then when they would be done, they'd, walk they'd back grab over her hand. Walk like, away. like she came to every show. Come on. Really? Mr. Rogers stuff uh, over here. Have you heard uh, Ron White's stories about he, the comedian, how he's friends with Dr. Phil? And he goes, he went on Dr. Phil's yacht. Yeah. Have you ever heard I haven't heard that? the stories, uh, but I would like to. I love Ron White. He's hilarious. Yeah. You should, you should what is, what happened? Good. He went on the yacht with Dr. Phil? Yeah. Just the, the, the clashing of personalities is what makes it funny. Because it's Ron <laughs> White, who's a degenerate alcoholic, and then Dr. Phil just hanging out together in like the in Italy in an ocean somewhere. So Dr. Phil's got a yacht. Yes. That guy, you know how he met Oprah? Was in, Remember when she was getting sued by the cattle ranchers out right. in West Texas? That's where she met him. And she thought he had a great... Oh, I, you mean he didn't do a book? He, he wasn't part of the book of the month no, club? She, she took him and put, made him a star. What, are you saying he was, what, like just like a, a rancher? What? No, no, no. He, she was in Texas a lot because of the lawsuit. That was a big deal. And, you know, because Oprah has an impact on markets, right? If she says buy it, people buy it. If, if she, she says, says don't buy, buy it. If she says buy that book. It, well, if she says don't eat it, people lose a lot of money, and she, they, they suit her for loss of income. And I don't even know the, the exact specifics. But, yeah, she spent a lot of time here, met Dr. Phil, I think up there in the Dallas area somewhere. Uh, and, yeah, brought him on, started bringing him on her show. And next thing you know, he's Dr. Phil. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's amazing. She had some kind of power, that Oprah. Um, but yes, we're gonna we're gonna compile our all time doctors lists and uh, have fun with that throughout the morning. So get them to us. Let's dive into our coaches corner. Brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. It's avconsultations.com online. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. About Doctor Feelgood, Buck. Doctor Feelgood, absolutely. Anything can be Doctor Feelgood, depending on what your Doctor Strange Love. This says, Ty, did you drink a fifth of vodka with those three and a half Red Bulls? <laughs> no. 
No. Dr. Johnny Fever, you know that one. Jay, oh, yeah. Is that, doctor, is that WKRP in, in Cincinnati? Cincinnati? Absolutely. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, so keep those coming, and uh, we'll have some fun with that. All right, here is the NFL conversation. According to a report, the uh, Carolina Panthers appear to have whittled down their options for the first overall pick to two quarterbacks. Oh, boy, I got that. And you probably can guess who they yeah. are. And they're not taking the littler one. You don't think so? No. According to ESPN, the uh, number one overall pick down to Ohio State's C.J. Stroud and Alabama's Bryce Young. Perhaps even more notable, David Newton reports, who covers the Panthers, and in fact, Frank Reich doesn't view the height as a big knock against Young as a legitimate concern. He's trying to tell you the, all the why nots and the what ifs when I take C.J. Stroud. It wasn't because the other guy was shorter. That's not going to be the reason. That doesn't bother me, but I'm still taking the other guy. Uh, we'll see. I mean, look, there, there is still a lot of uh, conventional wisdom. And you're all right if you end up with the Texans, end up with them. Well, I mean, don't get me started on the Texans because they, they favor one or the other, and they don't have that choice now. They, no. they, they, they may get lucky, but without a doubt, but you, you should feel good that no, I feel they're, bad. They're going to say that Smith, that was their guy. They're going to say that was their guy. My buck so, off of the year. Why? When they tell you that that was the one they wanted anyway. I know you're going to say that. But, but they're going to say it, too. They should have never been in this position, ever. Not for one second do you think that if, if they get Bryce Young, they're not going to say that's the one we want well, sure, anyway. But I'm just, on a practical level, there is one they prefer over the other, and they put themselves in a spot where they don't guarantee themselves that player, which they all it was was one ding, two-point conversion. <laughs> They'd be sitting there with the one pick. Poor Lovey. You're going to hammer that guy. He's not. It's inexcusable. <laughs> You tank for two seasons to get the first pick. Dr. Shivago, believe me, I know about Dr. Shivago. Plus, as a fan of Houston I saw sports, that movie. told you this a million times, I know it'll happen. We will draft the second of the two. The first guy's going to be great. The second guy that, that the Texans get is going to be not good. Bust. Book it. It's Houston. <laughs> That's the one who's going to be the bust? Just history tells me. And the fact that they coughed that up on the last week of the regular season when they had it in line. and all they had I to can't do was, wait till you're wearing that jersey. I've never bought a player's jersey. Uh, but, yes, uh, they, they will say the right things. But in the end, I was going to say there's a conventional wisdom around the league that part of the reason the, the Panthers are trying to guess who the Texans covet and they're going to push this narrative in the next three weeks that we're taking them, and they want Houston to give up a draft pick to swap spots because Houston has the most draft capital in this draft. Houston's got 2 and 12 and 33 and – They've got multiple picks in the, in the second and third round. Uh, Carolina is going to play the gambling game. I don't know if Houston will bite on it, but you know if you're Houston and you're Nick Casario and you're going to be fired if this doesn't work out, if there is someone you think is the preferred quarterback and you don't think you're going to get them, it would be worth your while to give up a pick to flip spots with sure. Carolina. Um, so Carolina's going to play that game. Now, if they both have settled on the same quarterback, that becomes a problem and maybe Carolina doesn't come off the pick. Uh, but you're right, Houston will take the second guy. And he won't be good. No, I'm just, I hope he's good, but come on. It's the, it's the Texans, after all. So that story is out there. Uh, how about Roger Goodell bucking a buck off? Because Roger Goodell at the owners' meetings this week um, pushed forth the idea. You know these Thursday games that Amazon has stepped in and paid a lot of money for? And gotten screwed. And the games were terrible last yes. year, right? The games were just junk. And Amazon, not happy. Uh, the first year for them, the ratings weren't great. People had to find it on a streaming service and figure that out. And then the games weren't all that good. And so Roger Goodell, of course, is hearing from Amazon, his TV partner. And so he pushed the idea of a being able to flex Thursday games. So if you have a Thursday game that looks like a dud, 
a couple of weeks out, if you give each team 15 days notice, two weeks notice, you can flex their game from a Sunday game to a Thursday game. It would also mean that, because right now, each team is going to play one Thursday game um, throughout the course of the year. So it's it's kind of something every every team has to bear. They've sure. got to play a Thursday game. Uh, and the league would say that every team gets to play on Thursdays to be featured in primetime. And, you know, every team from the Chiefs all the way down to the to the lowly whoever, they get to have a Thursday night primetime game. But the league is hearing from their TV partners that that's not good. We don't want, you know, what was the worst of the games last year? Carolina and the Jaguars or something playing on a Thursday night that no one wanted to watch. And that they could flex these games. Now, the players hate the idea because they don't want to play multiple Thursday games. They don't want to put their body uh, through that. Uh, but here's where the buck-off is for Roger Goodell. He he can't say, because here's what he tried to couch it with. He goes, well, because players are saying, look, with these three these three days off between games is is not good for our health, for, for, our, for our bodies. And Roger Goodell said, well, I've heard some players, too, that have said that I kind of like it because then I get 10 days off after. Which, okay, Roger, but just be honest. This is about the dollars. This is about Amazon being upset with the games. And you, you know, it got voted down. It didn't get pushed through this year, this month, or this week in Phoenix. But there's no doubt Roger Goodell's going to push it again in May when they meet again. Sure, he's going to get his way on this uh, because the money's too good. Uh, but it is putting player safety ahead of or dollars ahead of the player safety. Oh, they wouldn't do that, of course. Uh, and the players know it. Uh, but I think that's going to end up happening. Do you like that? I mean, as a fan, it's a good thing. As a fan, you're going to get better Thursday night games. Yeah, I'd rather have a better Thursday. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, they, sorry, guys. I mean, they already do this on Sundays, right, where they start in the sure. end of the year they can flex games into the primetime game on Sunday night to uh, you know, get the better games in primetime. Oh, we're not talking the middle of the season. We're talking about right from the get. Um, Give me your better Thursday. Uh, well, I, Roger is floating the idea, and I don't know, the, the 15 days warning so the team knows and can prepare for it. Both teams know if they're getting flexed to Thursday. But the players are going to hate it. I think the coaches aren't going to like it. But you think coaches that, definitely won't like it. This one will be an interesting battle because this is one I think. You know, they added the 17th game. Um, they want 18 games. We know that, right? I mean, the owners want 18 regular season games, eventually, and they they probably have to add a second bye week in there if they go to 18 regular season games because they want to get down to two preseason games and then eight. But they don't want to lose their 20 game overall package that they you know 10 game packages they sell to home season ticket holders. Because currently, or it was four preseason or two preseason games, and then the eight regular season home games for ten. Well, now they've you know they want to get it to eight regular season or yeah eight regular season games and then two preseason games uh, for home packages, and they're pushing for that. Now they got it to seventeen, and now Goodell is pushing for flex Thursday nights, which again fans will love it, players and coaches will not like it. Well, because think about it. In addition to that, you could be in a position where. Who are they going to try to flex? Like the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes already had a tweet showing his displeasure for this idea. But a team like the Chiefs are going to get flexed maybe multiple times. Sure. Now, there have to be a rule on how many Thursday games you, you can, can actually do to a play. Team, yeah. But same time, I think, I think the almighty dollar will win. It is the NFL after all. I think they'll end up going there. Um, and says, what are they doing with our guy Lamar Jackson? Is They're just saying, no, this is not going to happen for you. You're not getting that guaranteed money. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, pal. That 133 we offered you a long time ago, that's probably not sitting on the table any longer either with the Ravens, right? That's to be renegotiated, right? They, they can't – he's not going back and them saying, okay, remember the original 133 we offered you? 
Will you take that now? Do you want Lamar Jackson? Yeah, or is that like, no, that's gone too. Well, you said something to me off air I think is is right on point that there's a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson right now. Um, you know, he's in a spot because he's taking this stance. And, you know, there have been – He's taking it for the league. He's taking it for the players. Right. And, you know, there have been conflicting – like 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 ESPN have had compl- – their own reporters have had conflicting reports, some saying that that he's going to hold firm on the guaranteed contract thing and that – and but then others saying he's not that he's okay to he's open to a, a lot of guaranteed money but he's not married to the fully guaranteed idea. But you said it right. We we talked yesterday about Richard Sherman and some other p- former players talking about how they they want him to hold the line on this. They want yes. him to fight for every dollar because the you know this is what the owners don't want to do. Kirk Cousins got a guaranteed deal fully uh, with, with the Vikings. Deshaun Watson's got his with the Browns. And we need to stay on this, which means the players are going to put a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson not to not to budge on that. But Lamar Jackson's got to find a team. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I. And he is his own agent, which isn't working out very well for him no, right now. No, it's not. Yeah, it's I'm... not. His his feelings are hurt, and you know, as I said, the one thirty three e. Do you go back? Hey, by the way, you're already mad at them because. They don't really want you. They pretend that they wanted you, but they don't want to give you that that kind of money. And they've told you to your face because you're your own agent. Instead of being in some room somewhere and having some other guy who's about to make 8% or whatever your money that can take the blow for you, you sat there and took it yourself, and now you're pissed. Well, you've, And you've, what are you going to give to them? Well, that's, probably, the, that's the pressure, though, right? You've taken the stance. Everybody knows right. it. Or the Ravens have made it clear that that was your stance. And, you know, could he go back and ask for that? Hey, can we do that deal that you offered me back in September again? Uh, probably no. not. <laughs> no. But, you but think again, they would say no to that? Well, that... but the Ravens need a quarterback. That's yeah. the other part of right. this. Two, two sides to this. This says, uh, guys, if I'm a fan buying tickets, I'd be pissed about Thursday night games. Um, three days earlier. Because, look, fans buy tickets from all over. They go to the Cowboys games. They live here and they drive up. Sure, that's difficult to do on a Thursday night. Obviously, Thanksgiving is where the Cowboys typically are. This says flexing better matchups to Thursday means potential playoff implications. Matchups will be flexed, and those teams have important matchups that would have left time to prepare for bigger games. Yeah, I, it's a competitive disadvantage to have to play a game in three days after playing on Sunday, or four days, but three days off your feet. Uh, and then Roger Goodell to turn around and say, "Wait a second, when you get ten days after." Well, come on, man. We got to play that game. We still are sore from the, the game we played Sunday. Uh, it is a competitive disadvantage. But look, the the stated goal of the NFL is to become a twenty billion dollar operation, and they're getting there. Uh, we mentioned in the update that the thirty two owners have voted to allow sports books to be on site in games for live betting and betting at, at stadiums across the National Football League. Uh, they're trying to get to twenty bill, and um, you know the players split all those revenues. By the way, it's fifty fifty. So. You know the money would be more, but at the same time, you know player safety. You, you can't. Yeah. You can't in one say you're Roger Goodell cannot say I'm for flexing Thursday games and say it's about that I'm for player safety. You can't have I'm that for both big ways. money. I'm for big money. It's exactly right. By the way, and so are the players. Sure they are. Sure they are. They're for they're for big money too. This says Doctor Shivago. Oh 
God, I saw that movie, <laughs> Four Hour Bonanza, as a kid, as a child. I, I wasn't. I was a child when when the babysitter who was in college in in North Carolina took me that. She had to see that movie as I don't know, some kind of lesson or lesson plan or something. She took me. I was in. I was in fifth grade. I went into the theater and sat there. And by the way, that was when the reel ended. E they had a, they had the pause in between. And you saw the click. And they stopped it. And then they they hit about fifteen minutes, and they put their new reel on, and it went for another two hours. It was, <laughs> it was. I was horrified. There was a, the scene where the Russians, the Russian Revolution, where they just uh, the horses in the snow just mauled the people. I mean, I, I don't was think like, I've I was ever a, seen Doctor Shabai. Is there somebody kid. on a missile at one point? No, no, no. What that, movie is that with someone riding a missile or a rocket? A strange love. Doctor strange, strange love. Thank love. you very much. I knew it was a doctor or something or other. Or I'm old. I'm old. Hey, we'll come back. You are Doctor William Cannon as well. And, and, and is, is Lamar Jackson greedy? Uh, not according to his fellow players. Well, look, you can say he's greedy, but if if you're a player and you're a player of Lamar Jackson's caliber and you look and see that Deshaun Watson just got, two, what, 240 guaranteed, that, that you, you have an argument at that point. I mean, if he's worth that, I'm worth that. Uh, but again, in a capped, salary cap sport and a team game, you know, if you want to win a Super Bowl, it's probably wise not to try to go there. But same time, you understand a player saying, "Well, if he's getting guaranteed two fifty, I want guaranteed two fifty. And he's a and freak. don't call me greedy. And he's a freak. Uh, we'll come back when <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson's got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, we'll pick it up. Other side, buck ons and buck offs. Do- best doctors on National Doctors Day. Some uh, hot or not topics for the end of the hour. And said we'll get a full preview of the Major League Baseball season coming up. One hour from now, we'll talk with uh, David Pierce, Longhorn head uh, baseball coach, on a 15-game win streak headed to Stillwater this weekend. We'll get a preview. Uh, interested to ask Coach Pierce about uh, using Lucas Gordon for an inning on Tuesday night in that big win down at College Station. I know they were you know, wanting to secure that victory, and they did five to two. But um, you know, Lucas Gordon pitching Tuesday. I wonder. You know, there's been some talk about does that affect him for his Friday night start in Stillwater, which is an actual conference game. Not a non-conference game. We'll ask Coach about that and that decision, but uh, uh, eager to hear his thoughts on that. Uh, also, Zane uh, Morehouse, Morehouse delivering the, the final six outs. This team carton to come together for sure. Also, top of the hour, we'll reset the headlines, and uh, you hear him on radio for the Houston Astros. Steve Sparks will be with us to preview the Astros, the you know, defending world champions. Well, I guess Japan are the world champions because they won the World Baseball Classic. Well, the Astros are the defending Major League Baseball champs, and uh, they will be out to defend their title. According to the folks in Vegas, they're the odds favorite to do so. They come back with a team that, uh, if they're healthy, might be as good or better than last year's team that won the World Series. So we'll talk with Steve Sparks about the new additions and the injuries that they're dealing with early. And uh, obviously still a very good lineup and a very good pitching staff in Houston. Also, you're looking forward to Hardball Harge joining us too. I know that. Come on, Hardball. Harge is going to jump on Hardball. the 9 o'clock hour. I, I need to ask Harge about uh, his trip to Surprise Arizona to watch the Rangers. Hardball. Because with Harge, you know, Harge played major. I heard Chipper Jones again on their show yesterday. I love that interview when they have him. But, uh, you know, Harge played the game. So what he saw with his own eyes out in spring training will, will give us a lot of thoughts on what the, uh, you know, give us a good preview of what the Rangers can be with all the money they spent on starting pitching. Bruce Bochy, a World Series winning manager, is now at the helm there. Uh, a lot to like about the the roster, but it's about health for them in Arlington as baseball and the baseball season opens up. Ty's today. a Ranger fan. Ty, you're a Ranger fan? Big time. Our first baseball season together. You like what they did this offseason? Yeah, Jacob it's... DeGrom, 
I mean, we needed pitching, and they definitely they addressed it. Let's see if it works. They spent a lot of cash, which is good. Uh, and that, I mean, that's obviously the difference between the Rangers and the Astros. The Astros let Justin Verlander walk, so the Mets gave him a bunch of money. They still feel like their pitching staff is fine, but it's all guys that have come through their system. And they've developed the starting pitching with uh, tonight's starter, Framber Valdez, and you know Luis Garcia, and when Lance McCullers gets healthy, and um, obviously Christian Javier, they've gotten locked him locked up to a lengthy deal this offseason. He was one of their postseason stars, one of their best pitchers. I mean, they've developed all those guys. Uh, they've they've you know brought in guys for to help in the bullpen in, in a lot of ways, which was so good for them last year. But that's been the key to the Astros against everybody is they their ability to, to identify and then develop starting pitching. Um, and then not overpay for it, right? Remember, they went and got Garrett Cole in a trade from the Pirates, and then let the Yankees give him three hundred million dollars. They, thank they, you. You know, it's impossible to say the Astros won't miss Justin Verlander. I mean, he was just such a rock at the top of that rotation, and they did invest heavy dollars into him. They traded for Justin Verlander uh, to help them win their first World Series. Uh, now he's a Met, but they feel like they've got the right pieces to to make up for the loss of JV at the top. And Framber Valdez becomes a key guy uh, in that. And we'll talk to Steve Sparks about all that uh, coming up. Also, is Dr. J the greatest all-time sports doctor? Is there a better sports doctor? Oh, not than a better Dr. sports doctor. No, no, I agree with you. That's it. As for doctors, and then there's Dr. Dre. I think those two are going to be on our Mount Rushmore or Final Four of doctors on Do- National Doctors Day. God, Dr. Kildare was on there. Wow, am I old? Is that a show you watched? Yeah, man. That, that was, was the name of the show? Dr. Kildare, yeah. I mean, that was that's some old stuff right there. Because I think we're going to have to nail it. If we're going to do a Final Four bracket, I think we'd have to narrow it down to the greatest all-time TV doctor. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. That would be the, ma- that would be the match doctor. Pierce or Hawkeye? Or Dr. Or Pierce. Or the same person? It would be Dr. Pierce. Okay. Over Dr. Bill Cosby? I don't know. We can't put Cosby anymore. Hey, okay? hey, hey. <laughs> Love that jello pudding. <laughs> Dr. Huxtable, he was everybody's. He was, he, without the the horrible side, he's the all, he probably the all-time TV doctor, right? But. Uh, he just, he had some management issues. Management? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy has a problem. He has a real problem. Safe to say. Uh, yeah, we've had Dr. Dick Chop mentioned many times. Yes, we're not putting Wait, him Wait, Dr. There. Seuss. This guy would have to be in there. You think Dr. Seuss on the Final Four? I'm thinking so, yes. Aren't they trying to sure. cancel Dr. Seuss at this point? Trying to cancel everybody. No, I went and bought, uh, I, went, I went to uh, Costco and got his, you know, the places you'll go. Instead of going to the regular bookstore for $25, it's $7 at Costco. For what? For that book I told you, oh, the places you'll go. Oh, seven dollars. Yes. For a Dr. Seuss book? Yes. The heck are we doing? We're not going oh. to a book smart or whatever it is, or a book whatever it is for twenty four dollars and change. Okay, we've got uh, Dr. Kavorkian. Oh no. <laughs> the doctor of death. Yes. Dr. Kavorkian. Dr. Vinny Boom Bots has yes. been mentioned. Thank you. I like this one, Dr. Drake Ramore. You know who that is, right? Dr. Drake Ramore. That's the Joey. That's Joey's character on Friends, on the show Friends. He that's his doctor role that he plays on oh, the soap really? opera that he's on, the soap opera Days of Our Lives <laughs> that's on Friends. Right. I'm still telling you, Mantis Toboggan and Always Sunny. You don't watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Well, you? and several people have mentioned Dr. Gregory House from the show House. I've never seen that show uh, ever, so I can't go there. 
Marcus Welby, MD. Marcus Welby. What about Trapper John, MD? Did you ever watch Trapper I John? Did. I did. Ty's in there going, who are these people? Right. A Dr. Marcus Welby, MD. I watch that because I'm old. Of course, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I think Dr. Quinn may have to be in our Final Four because we've, we've got to have a female, right? Got to be yeah. inclusive to this. Who was a better doctor on TV than Jane Seymour? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody whatsoever, unless it was Dr. Ellie Mae Clampett. Which is, by the way, you watched that show. Was she married to the Mountain Man guy thing? I think they did eventually get married to the so Native American, the Native shoulder. American dude. <laughs> He's a Mountain Man guy, <laughs> or he, he just lived with the with the Native he Americans. Was a, he was a. He was captured as a kid or something. He was raised by the natives. Okay, I believe was the storyline because I, I only at that see time it they were Indians, shoulder. though. You know that, right? Back in the day when that show was originally yes, on, yes, were not, it was not Native American. But he wasn't one. He was just he raised by them. He was a white dude with the long hair. Yes, and a, and a tan. But he was raised in the in the tribe. Can I say that? I guess you can. Unless, well, I mean, sensitivity training is always open for us. <laughs> I mean, it's an the ongoing. Do, the battle. doors are the doors are always open there. But Dr. Quinn, because I used used to watch that show on over my shoulder, and she was always hooking up with that dude. Right. I mean, yeah, that guy was quite the smoocher. I mean, they would be smooching behind he, oak trees. And, he was a handsome dude, handsome lad, and she's a pretty lady. She's the, she's the motor, motorboat lady from Wedding Crashers, Jane Seymour. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? There we go. All right, so it all comes full circle. We'll take them. I got Dr. J, Dr. Dre, Dr. Quinn. No, we don't have we Dr. Have one more spot. We don't have Dr. Ben Dover. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, man. Ben Dover. Well, what, what was that? Uh, in the movie, what was that, Fletch? Dr. Rosenrose? Really Dr. Rosenrose, Dr. yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of those from them, from Chevy Chase back in the day. Uh, all right, we'll hit all those. We're going to talk to Steve Sparks, preview the Astros for you Astros fans. We'll get Mike Harge to preview the Rangers. Uh, David Pierce talks Texas baseball, and we've got uh, the good doctors on the mind this morning. So people did actually watch Dr. Doogie Hauser. I mean, they, people actually, that, how long did that show last? That, that wasn't a very, did they have a long run? Um, it may have had a decent run. D. Hauser was on from, let me get this, he was the prodigy, correct, as a doctor? Yes. Neil Patrick Harris played the lead role. Uh, 89 to 93, so it was on it was for five years. Pretty good run. Doogie Howser. Um, I can't confirm that I ever watched a full no. episode of Doogie Howser, though. And 89 to 93 was when I was graduating high school and into college, so that would make sense. I wouldn't be watching Duke. And all the ladies like McDreamy, right? Yeah. Well, I mentioned that Ranker.com. Ranker.com is a website where people go and they rank things. Ranker.com. And on that one, four of the top five doctors ever on television were all from Grey's Anatomy. Dr. McDreamy, Dr. Gray, all of them. Uh, Four of the top five. The number one was Dr. House, Gregory House from House. So There you go. Just FYI. Uh, all right, we'll come back. When we do, it'll be T.Y., the uh, final four jinx for the Longhorns. He'll be leading us through the uh... – <laughs> he's rolling his eyes at me. Uh, we'll pick up the uh, hot or not conversation. What's hot? And what's not? What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot not on a rainy, what's going to be a rainy and uh, kind of overcast Thursday morning. And it'll be uh, ready to roll down in Houston. They have a roof. Also, Arlington now has a roof. So, good to go with Major League Baseball, all 30 teams playing. We mentioned that... Uh, the Sacramento Kings and the NBA buck clinched a playoff berth last night. Playoff berth uh, with their win over Portland. 
First time in 16 years that the Sacramento Kings are postseason bound. That had been the longest streak in NBA history and in the longest of the four major North American sports. As we said earlier, you know who the who now owns that mantle or that mantle. Longest postseason drought of the four major North American sports, NFL, NHL, MLB, and uh, NBA. It now belongs to your J-E-T-E New York Jets, Jets, Jets. Wow. Oh, yeah. J-E-T. That's been, it's been 12 years now since they made the tournament. And um, since Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan in 2010. And Woody wants run bad. And that's why they're trying to bring in Aaron Rodgers. And as we said, if they acquire Aaron Rodgers, what place did they finish in that division? Still fourth. You got a fourth? Yeah. Ty, where do you have the Jets if they get Aaron Rodgers? Second? Second. Ooh, behind the Bills. Potentially first. Potentially first? By the way, you guys know what's going to happen here on a, on a buck-on, buck-off Thursday. When Aaron Rodgers gets to the Jets, much like with Russell Wilson, how many times did we see Denver in primetime last year? Oh, we're going to see a lot of this. Oh, yeah. Really? They, oh, yeah. You're going to see a lot of Aaron Rodgers. I and mean, Coach Sala. Coach Sala. And his bald-ass head. Come on, man. Come on, you man. You have a bald-ass head. Come on, Coach Sala. <laughs> Uh, speaking of hot and not, and speaking of uh, the country music television awards that are here this weekend, and they have concerts downtown. So you, was you there said, a Dr. We Too Low? Was there a doctor? So hold on. Can you let me finish? Do you know who was playing on, on the stage last night down on South Congress, right on Congress, right in front of the Capitol? Oh, Sunday night. Yeah, the one and only. Carrie Underwood was there. She's still married to the hockey dude? I believe so, yeah. And she still has those legs, and she was there with Keith Urban and some others doing a concert. Did you just ask if there a Dr. We Too Low? <laughs> was that, was that, that? No, that was the news broadcast. Are you where sure? <laughs> some Ting Wong. <laughs> some Ting Wong. I don't believe they were doctors. They weren't? Okay. I thought the guy who did the news, that was his name. We Too Low. <laughs> I thought that's who that Stop. was. No? Stop. Uh, we'll have to find that. We, I don't think we can play that anymore. Were we get in trouble for that? That was a we great piece. We didn't do piece. it. The news did it. The, that was a joke, right? It was supposed to be a joke? Well, somebody pulled a prank on the newscasters. And they played it. They said it. Yeah. They, were, they were just reading their prompter. <laughs> oh, but I don't believe that people were doctors on National Doctors Day. Wow. <laughs> you people. Uh, yeah, this says Dr. Cosmo Kramer, the ass man. That's a good one. <laughs> that one could make the uh, the top. That's strong. Uh, T.Y., what do you have for us in Hot or Not on a uh, buck-off Thursday? Well, today is MLB opening day, and uh, some ballparks across the nation are unveiling some uh, new menu items. Ooh. Some ballpark oh, yeah. food. So I thought I'd name Dog and a beer here. Uh, up in Arlington for the Texas Rangers, they unveiled a two-foot-long burger that is topped with onion rings and chili called the Boomstick Burger. Ooh. Boomstick used to be Nelson Cruz, right? Yeah. Nelly. How much does that cost me? Um, I mean, probably at least 30 something. 60 bucks. Oh. 60 bucks? I'd have to imagine. Is this Jerry's World? I've had the two foot long sandwiches there. It's it's worth it. They you share it. it with your group, right? You don't eat the whole thing. I didn't. I ate about half of mine, and then I had a buddy who ate two and a half. Uh, so about. Five feet worth of. Or you, you slept in the same bed age. with your buddy. Is his like mouth on the other end? Do you guys like meet? In the, <laughs> no, no. It's not meet, that buddy. Meet, you don't meet in the middle, right? It's not that. Cut it in okay. half. Oh, you cut it in half? No. Which, or just which one? Rip did you it eat? in half. The, the two foot what? So they have like uh, most, you know, 
ballparks have these like two foot long novelty sandwiches. So I think I got the Philly cheesesteak. Uh, one of my buddies got the two foot long hot dog. Another one of my buddies got another one. And then I had a larger friend, a, ra- a rounder shoulder. larger friend. Friend at the time. He's gotten in shape since then. But Same he, time, Joe. I think he ate, he cleaned up about his own two feet, feet and then a, probably about a foot from me, me and my other buddies. So, man, it can it says be here done. The, the average baseball fan spends $51 once they enter the ballpark. Oh, I'm spending. Them nuts cost a lot. <laughs> that's that's per fan. So it means if you've got a family, you 50 for one kid, 50 for another. I, see, I've always read that and thought, you know, you feed your kids before you go to the game and you may get them some pop. You know, you don't have to buy everything at the concession stand. No. Well, if you're drinking beer, you're spending at least Well, $100. sure. That's, yeah, because dad needs a couple of Bud Lights. I mean, come on. How about the uh, 34-inch Cubano Gigante? A huge Sam, you know, it's a Cuban. Where's that? In Miami. Of course. And then the uh, New York, the 62 Bacon Cheeseburger with Wagyu beef. Oh. The Yankees. Ooh, that's that pretty yummy. It's a hundy. That's a hundy. They're only selling 99 per game, though. Oh, so it's like a collector's item. Wow. It'll collect in your stomach. But um, I like the one where you guys come mouth to mouth at the end there, that two-foot-long <laughs> hamburger. The New York Yankees have the best winning percentage of any Major League Baseball franchise all time. Did you know that, Buck? I would think so. Founded in 1903, they won 57% of their games. Do you know they have 27 world championships? Yeah, it's been a while, though. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a bit. Been a, been a, Sound like been Cowboy a, fans over there. Wow, that's right. <laughs> you count a, those ones that you won in the 1800s? Oh, we've been course. a minute. They're championships. But the, the franchise in Major League Baseball with the worst winning percentage all time, even though they've won two world championships, the Miami Marlins, 46%. That's the worst. When did they become a franchise? Uh, 90s. 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 Yeah. yeah, they won two. They still don't draw flies down there in uh, Miami. We'll be back. It is a buck off Thursday on B&E. Uh, Steve Sparks, color man on radio for the Astros coming up. David Pierce as well in the 8 o'clock hour.